I don't think this location could be any more beautiful, Kelly thought fifteen minutes later as she drove up the long driveway to Jeff Black's ranch house. Even though I'm not in favor of the hotel and spa, I can sure see why Jeff and some of the others thought this would be a perfect location. Towering cedar trees framed the circular driveway that led to the large ranch house perched on the cliff overlooking Jade Cove and the ocean beyond. The cove was horseshoe-shaped, about two hundred yards wide, and no more than a quarter of a mile in length. Jeff owned the land on the south side of the horseshoe along with the land in the center, which was where the ranch house was located. The Bureau of Land Management owned the property on the north side of the horseshoe. The view from the Black's ranch house was spectacular. Waves crashed against the cliffs and created tide pools that teemed with all kinds of sea life. An occasional ship could be seen in the distance beyond the mouth of the cove, silhouetted against the blue-green ocean. In the winter, seals clung to the rocks while eagles soared above. Mother Nature provided a non-stop show from dawn to dusk at Jade Cove. Hmm. Wonder how many people have found a piece of jade on this beach. I used to bring Julia and Cash out here when they were young, and they loved it. Not sure there's anything more exciting than finding a piece of jade that's washed up on the shore. The people who come to the spa and hotel will love it. She heard the roar of the waves and smelled the crisp, salt air when she opened the door of her minivan. Let's go, Rebel, she said as she let him out of the van and walked up to the front door of the ranch house, which overlooked the cove. She put the cake down on the porch and wrapped the door knocker three times. Lights were on in the house, but no one answered the door. <laughs> Jeff's probably out in the old mining shack he converted into his office. He told me once he spends a lot of time out there. Follow me, boy. It's not far. Kelly picked up the cake and started walking towards the small ramshackle building located near the edge of the cliff. She could just make out the silhouette of the old building in the deepening twilight. I was right. Jeff must be there. I can see some light coming from it. She followed the narrow, rocky path that led to the shack, and when she got there, she put the cake down and knocked on the door of the old weathered shack. She waited. And when there was no response, she knocked again. Jeff's one of those people who concentrates so completely on whatever he's doing, sometimes he doesn't notice anything else. He probably doesn't even hear me knocking. She turned the doorknob, opened the door a few inches, and called out, Hello? Jeff? Are you here? It's Kelly, and I've brought you that special chocolate cake you wanted. There was no response. She walked into the shack and looked around. Papers were scattered all over his desk, but there was no sign of Jeff. Rebel began growling, moved away from her, and started to walk out the door. She looked down at him. The guard hairs along his spine were raised, creating a wide swath of black. What's wrong, boy? she asked, reaching down and patting him. He growled again and pushed against her legs, indicating she should follow him. He went around to the far side of the shack, and she walked behind him. He stopped suddenly and backed up against her legs, all the time growling in a deep, guttural tone.